Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with the Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with the Doc. Well, if you're new to our program, I work through the six principles of my Vibrant Lifestyle program. Those six principles, again, are, I know some of you are getting tired of hearing them, but they are proper exercise, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging and eliminating toxins. Well, they're in no particular order. Most of these uh, are, these six principles are equally important. They are numbered one through six. I'm going to start with number one uh, in the month of January here. We're going to emphasize exercise, not that it's more important than any of the other ones, but most people, when they think of wellness uh, and being healthy, you know, eating right and exercising probably come to mind. Last week, we gave kind of an overview of the importance of exercise. Uh, it really impacts every aspect of your body and your mind. You know, so what is proper exercise? There are some do's and don'ts, some things you need to do. Kind of what does that look like? And even gave you a, kind of a glimpse into what my routine looks like on an ongoing basis. So today we're continuing with that theme of proper exercise. I thought it might be a good idea. I'm going to give about 12 tips today uh, on a more enjoyable exercise program, a more rounded, beneficial exercise routine. There probably could be uh, a lot more than just 12, but uh, I put together 12 off the top of my head. They're in no particular order, but some of them uh, are very, very important to uh, a proper exercise routine and maybe helping you to be more consistent, have your exercise be more beneficial to you in the long run. So let's go ahead and uh, jump into uh, these 12 tips on having a better exercise program. Number one is get uh, some coaching or instruction. Even if you have been a a gym rat, uh, let's say, for a good chunk of your life, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know how to do these exercises properly, which are the uh, least chance of causing an injury to you. If you're not familiar with exercising, it's real easy to injure yourself exercising. And I mentioned that last week, talking about all the folks that I see exercising, trying to get healthy, and they hurt themselves in the process. So we want to make sure that uh, what you're doing is the most beneficial for you. Uh, Maybe you have a particular health condition that certain exercises would not be beneficial for that particular condition. Maybe you have a bad knee or shoulder or a low back or something of that nature. So you need to get some instruction on what exercises to stay away from and maybe what exercises might help that particular condition. So get some instruction. It's real, real important. And also kind of along the same line as you're starting out in maybe an exercise program or even if you've exercised uh, off and on throughout the course of your life, uh, get a good physical. At minimum, you kind of want to know some starting data 
And this is important, not that you're doing exercise to worry about data, but some of this data is a measure of your overall wellness, your blood pressure, your starting weight, some of your measurements around your waist in different areas, your resting heart rate, your cholesterol level, your blood sugar level. level. So you kind of have a, a starting point, a gauge, so you know that what you're doing is making an impact on your overall well-being. Some of these statistics, some of this data will improve along the way. I personally don't exercise to lose weight, but if I'm eating properly and exercising properly, my weight will normalize where it needs to be. But I kind of need to be able to measure that along the way. If I had issues with my cholesterol, blood sugar, blood pressure, that type of thing, you want to know that those things are improving. So get some coaching, get some instruction, and, and get a physical as well to get that data down so you kind of know where your overall well-being is at. Uh, tip number two, make a plan. If you just think I'm going to wing it and kind of go out there and, and exercise when I can find the time to do it, more times than not, you're not going to exercise <laughs> or you'll be missing key components to your exercise program. So make a plan. I'd suggest writing it down. Make a date. Put it in your day timer, your iPhone, however it is that you keep track of, of important things in your life. Put those things in there. Personally, I like earlier rather than later in the day. As my day progresses, there's more chance that something's going to get in the way. And once that happens, it bumps my exercise out. So try to get it done earlier. I talked before about breaking up that routine. If you only have a short little bit of time and you say, oh, I don't have, only have 15 minutes, so you don't do any exercise. And then later, well, you don't still don't end up having half an hour, 45 minutes, you end up not exercising at all. Now, with a plan, if you know, boy, okay, I'm probably going to have a little bit of time in the morning, I'll go for my walk. And then I know that at lunchtime, I, I've got a little bit of time to, to work on my core muscles. You can kind of break it up uh, throughout the course of a day or maybe over a couple of days when you have a plan. If you keep waiting uh, when you have the full amount of time to do all that you want to do, that may not come any day in, in a given particular week because life gets in the way. So make a plan based on what you know about your week. Put it in your daytime or your phone, whatever it is, plan to do it. And plan to cover all the key areas of your exercise program. In other words, we have cardio where we got to get our heart rate going. We want to work on our muscle tone, our strength a little bit, and we want to work on flexibility. So make sure in your plan you cover those key areas of an exercise program. And this kind of falls back on tip number one is get some instruction. How do I work on all those things? It's very, very important. Tip number three, have a rounded and varied and fun, I include that fun, exercise program. Um, we should include our arms, our legs, our core, our neck, you know, different areas of our body. Uh, and that happens much more easily when our exercise routine is varied. I remember examining uh, an individual who was a marathon runner. Obviously, his cardio was fantastic. His legs were good. But the rest of his body was very weak. Some areas were so weak that it was causing other health problems. So it's real, real important to have a varied exercise program. Let me give you a couple quick examples. Like with cardio, when cardio is getting your heart rate going, well... You can do that in a lot of ways, and you should do it, not just in one particular way. Swim, bike, dance, 
walk, do different things to get your heart rate going in any given week. Don't just keep it the same week in and week out. Maybe you like walking or biking. Change locations to do that. Make a little different scenery. It makes a huge difference in changing it up. Um, for fun, I like pickleball. I used to do racquetball. That was part of my cardio. It was something I very much enjoyed doing. Got my heart rate up, kept it up for 15 or 20 minutes. It's great. But do things that are fun to you. Dance, biking, swimming. Um, include your kids or maybe it's your grandkids in your exercise program. I mentioned that I do that. They'll come running out in the yard when I'm doing things occasionally and I'll use them, uh, carry them around. Oh, they, they love it. I put them on top of my shoulder while I do my lunges. Anything to include them, it's a lot of fun. Our one granddaughter, uh, Sadie, she watches our daughter who exercises in the front yard almost every day and she'll come over and actually the four-year-old will exercise with her and go through all some of the same moves. It's the funniest thing when you see her in the house in the evening. She'll just just randomly start to do some of the exercises that our daughter does out in the front yard, but it's it makes it fun to have them participate in that particular manner. Uh, tip number four, start easy and progress slowly. I tell this to my patients that maybe haven't ever exercised or maybe it's been quite some time. Now, if you've exercised before, you even run more the risk of jumping into an exercise program and doing too much because your brain knows what you used to do in the name of exercise and you automatically kind of go back to doing what you used to do, which might have been 10 or 15 years ago and you run the risk of injury. So start very, very slowly, way slower than your brain is telling you to start out and do any of the different exercises that you're doing. A good rule of thumb, and this is what I tell my patients, is to take two-week increments of time. In other words, don't change anything in your routine in two-week increments. So if you add something to it, maybe it's a an additional exercise or a di additional distance that you're doing with something. Don't change anything else. Keep it the same for two weeks. Then if you want to increase a little bit of something else or add another routine, stick with that for two weeks before you do any increases. And once you've kind of gotten a routine down, uh, you don't need to keep adding and adding and adding to it. And that's kind of a misnomer, I think, in the way of exercises. We think we have to keep doing more and more and more. That's not true. You want to get up to a certain level where you're utilizing, including all the proper key areas of exercise, cardio strength, flexibility, and balance. You're working all the different muscle groups of the body. And just vary that with how you go about doing it, keeping it fun but you don't need to keep adding weight or adding distance or adding speed to your program once you get to a certain point. So there's a couple of great tips there to help prevent injury. That's how I see most of the injuries from people who were exercising. They started too quickly, they're doing too much, they're doing things too quickly and too rapidly and something breaks. It's not the equipment, typically it's them. Tip number five is to be consistent. This is especially true as we get older. As we exercise, when we get older, um, we lose the benefits of that exercise relatively quickly. And I, someday when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God, why is that? We lose our level of fitness six times faster than we gain it. 
It doesn't seem really all that fair when we look at that. But being consistent, you know, week in and week out, and I understand occasionally, you know, things happen, life happens, someone's sick, we've got to travel, um, or we're sick, and we just can't exercise. But for the most part, work it in. Get some days of exercise. Maybe it's not your perfect plan. Maybe it's not your perfect workout, but get some degree of it. Keep it consistent. And over the long haul, you will benefit to a much greater extent. Number six, proper posture. Now this falls back really almost to uh, tip number one, getting coaching and instruction on exercise. That's another area where I see people are not doing the exercises properly. And typically that means they have some type of poor posture. If you remember back in any of my previous episodes where I talked about posture, Proper posture is really where the stress of whatever it is that we are doing is spread over the largest area possible in our body. Poor posture concentrates stress on some area of our body. And I know that when we do certain exercises, we are trying to concentrate stress in a particular given area. But let's say I'm um, working on some upper body strengthening and I'm trying to focus the stress on some muscular group in my upper extremity, and and I want to do that with that particular exercise, but if I have poor posture while I'm doing that, then I'm also focusing extra concentrated stress on some aspect of my spine or neck, which could lead to energy or to injury. So proper posture is very, very important, and that's part of doing exercises properly. You won't see any instructional videos that are done properly that show improper posture while someone is exercising. Whether you're doing cardio or strength or flexibility, you should be maintaining proper posture. Number seven, proper clothing and especially the proper shoes. As we go through life, we're putting more and more mileage on our feet. If your feet are not supported properly, you'll end up with a foot problem at some point in your life. Uh, Stress is accelerated while we're doing exercise, especially cardio and some of the others where we're doing uh, floor exercises or whatnot. And you got to have proper shoes that are lace-up shoes that support your foot properly and also support the arch in your foot as well. So getting a good set of orthotics for your shoes. Orthotics are those inserts that go in your shoe. They support your foot properly and we make them custom fit them to an individual's foot so that it fits like a glove as they say but it's perfect for them but wearing proper clothing also allows you to go through the motions of exercise whatever it is that you're doing uh, without restriction without encumbering you if you're limited and being able to move properly sometimes you move a little varied and a little different and you end up injuring yourself so proper clothing and proper shoes is very very important while you're exercising. Here's a great one. Number eight, get a partner. I firmly believe that if we have someone else that's there encouraging us, some days we don't want to exercise. And your partner's going to call you and say, hey, come on, let's go. Let's get to the park. We we want to, we want to get our, our walk in. So you have someone to encourage you along the way. It actually makes it a little more fun. You can have conversation, uh, build a friendship. Uh, I had a podcast on our need for community. Well, this is really important. Uh, It's one of the reasons I liked racquetball and pickleball for some of my cardio. I I do it with other people. 
we have a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie. And of course, as guys are guys, we get a little competitive and we, we like that. That fuels us on, that that makes it fun and I want to go do it again. So have a partner or partners in your exercise. It, it makes it a lot simpler. Talking about simpler, uh, here's a tip number nine, the KISS principle. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Well, I've had many people in my chiropractic career that uh, have told me that. Keep it simple. And you know what? It tends to work a lot better when we simplify things. So don't make your exercise program so complex and hard to follow. Keep it simple. Exercise really is simple. You got to get moving, get your heart rate going, and use different muscle groups in a variety of ways. That's what keeps us healthy, keeps us going. Don't make it complicated with some complicated formulas on how you're going to do all of this. Keep it simple. Keep a simple plan and follow the plan. Number 10. Uh, proper hydration and nutrition. Well, this seems like an obvious one, but unfortunately, a lot of people don't follow that. Proper hydration is, is a key. Muscles have to be fully hydrated, hydrogenated to work properly. When you don't have proper hydration, don't have enough water in your system, you it leads to injuries real commonly. Uh, nutrition is also important as well. We got to eat the right fuels to keep our body going. So we got to get rid of the trash and eat good quality fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, lean meats on a regular consistent basis. Stay away from packaged, processed food. So keep your nutrition simple and clean and hydrate every day. Lots of water all day long and while you're exercising. Proper hydration is very, very, very important. Number 11, uh, stretch. And, and here's what I, my tip is going to be. Stretch after you work out. And most people go, oh, I stretch a lot of times before I work out. Unfortunately, stretching a muscle that's not properly warmed up will cause microtrauma in that muscle tendon junction, that tendon bone junction, and will lead to injury. So warm up first. The exercise physiologists call it exercise or activity-specific warm-up. So if you're going for a run, let's say, or you're going to play pickleball or racquetball or you're going to do dance warm-up, going through some of those different motions before you really get into doing what you're doing and stretch once the muscles are warmed up and they have proper blood flow to them. It will help you prevent injuries. It will help prevent a lot of soreness. So once I get done pickleball or my walk or whatever it is, I stretch everything out thoroughly after I have worked out. And number 12, here's another key one, uh, especially as you go through life, but listen to your body. Um, now that I'm over 60 years old, I have some wear and tear on some of the lower extremity joints of my body, especially my knees and hips. So sometimes after pickleball, the next day I notice, wow, my knees are really sore. Well, part of my cardio is a kind of walk slash uh, jog. And I, I say, well, you know, today is probably not a good day to do the jog part, so I will just do the brisk walk. I listen to my body, and when my body is saying do less, I do less. When my body says, hey, you can do a little more today, I will do a little more. 
but once you start tuning into your body, it will tell you, you know, what you can do and can't do. So that's 12 tips on a, a more beneficial, possibly consistent exercise program. That's the real key to it. You want to stay active throughout your life. If you don't use it, you will lose it. And this becomes increasingly important as you go through life and get into your older years. Uh, those things happen much more rapidly when we're not exercising. It's so much harder to get started exercising again. But to have an optimal uh, health and wellness throughout throughout your life, you need to be consistent. So hopefully these tips, uh, and there's probably many more, but these tips will help you uh, to have uh, success in your exercise program. My goal is to help you and your family, your friends lead a healthy, vibrant lifestyle well into your 70s, 80s, 90s, or even 100 so you can enjoy life and become all that you were designed to be serving others and glorifying our God and our Creator. Do me a favor again and and share this podcast with others. I appreciate you uh, tuning in today and I hope uh, we have been of some benefit to you here on Coffee with the Doc.